when should I update my estate plan? My estate plan's done, right? I've got my will, I've got my trust, my powers of attorney are complete, my health directive. I've named all my beneficiaries, primary and secondary. Everything is done. My estate plan is done. It's wrapped up. We're good to go. But are we? When do I need to update this? Is it something that I can just do once and it's permanently taken care of? Or is this something I need to continually update? How often do I need to and, and when? What are the what are the factors that would go into updating my estate plan? That's what we're going to talk about today. And there are six items that may come up that may need where you might need to update your estate plans. We're going to talk about that. But first, if this is the first time you're hearing us talk about estate planning and you're immediately thinking, oh man, estate plans for rich people, I don't need to hear this, then don't tune out because that's a huge myth, right? That That's one of the prevailing myths in the financial world is that estate planning is for rich people. But the truth is that every estate plan is for everyone, right? Estate planning is just, you know, what happens to your assets and your loved ones when you die, right? Where does all that go? And if you've accumulated things over time, which most of us have done or will do, right, then you need to decide what's going to happen with those things. And if you don't, the government will. And so everyone owns things. Everyone is going to die. Therefore, everyone needs estate planning, literally everyone. So if you have done estate planning, we've talked about this before, I believe it was in episode 31. You can go back and listen to that if you want. Or it's a little bit harder to explain some of those key concepts of what estate planning is in just an audio format. So we're also doing a workshop on estate planning essentials. That's our December uh, workshop that's coming out. So it's coming out December 15th on Thursday. It's the third Thursday of every month this fall. We've done a workshop that's coming out this month. So you can register, go to retiredmentorship.com slash workshops, and you can register for that one as well as view the other ones that we've come out with this fall. And if you're listening to this way after the fact, you can always tune in as well. So you want to do that, unless you're 100% positive, right, that your estate plan is totally good, that there's nothing more you can do on it, then you're going to want to go to that workshop, watch that content, and from there you can decide, hey, am I 100% good, or are there some tweaks that I need to make? Many of those things you can do without an attorney. In fact, I think that 90% of estate planning does not involve an attorney at all. So you'll want to view that and make sure that you totally understand estate planning. But in the meantime, assuming that you've done your estate planning, when would you need to update those things? And again, updating doesn't necessarily mean amending your will or your trust or updating all your legal documents. There's a lot of things you can do in updating an estate plan that, again, you don't need an attorney for. And so, you know, and if you write your will and your trust and everything well, you shouldn't have to update it everything every time something changes, right? Like I have a will and I we got it done when, only, when I only had one child. But it's specifically written that anytime I have another child, that that child is automatically included in the will. And it's, you have a poorly written will if you have to update it every time you have a new child or anytime there's any minor updates. But there's still other things that could happen in life that you'll need to update. So that's what we're going to do. And so how, how do we do that? When do we update it? How do we know when we should update it? And, you know, in my financial planning practice, lacrosse financial planning, we, we offer estate planning and even a state, essential estate documents through a third party firm that actually does the documents for us. But we do all the estate planning, all the education and uh, teach people what they need. And if they need the essential things, we can get those for them. And so this is what we tell our clients that you should update your estate plan anytime you undergo one of the six D's. And so the six D's of estate planning updates are difference, death, divorce, diagnosis, decision, and decade. 
right? Difference, death, divorce, diagnosis, decision, and decades. So let's go through all those real quick. Uh, first, difference, right? Has something changed since you originally wrote your estate plan, since you originally put it all together? Have you had another child or another grandchild and you've named specific people in there? And I think people often overlook this with estate plan. Let's say you're on top of it and you, you, you know, you had your first kid or your, one of your kids had their first kid and they got their will done. They got their full estate plan done. They're good to go. And so, you know, and they, they know that their will was written like, Hey, if another kid is inserted here, then I'm good to go. And, and, you know, they have another kid and they forget to update their estate plan. And, and they think that because their will is written a certain way that they don't need to, but they forget that, you know, perhaps this contingent beneficiaries on the retirement accounts was just the one named child. And so then if you don't name that second child, then if something were to happen to you, your firstborn is going to get everything and that second child is going to get nothing because again, beneficiaries always trump wills, right? So even if your will says something, if your beneficiaries, if the rest of your state plan don't align with that and aren't updated to stay aligned with that, then it doesn't matter. And so if something has changed, especially in your family, like this is a big one, right? You have another child or, or your kids have another child and you were naming grandchildren specifically or those types of things. Whenever there's been a big difference in the family, that would be uh, a reason to go back and review your estate plan, make sure that there aren't any changes that need to be made. Uh, number two would be death, right? If Obviously, if if uh, if someone anyone named in your estate plan passes away, then you want to review your estate plan. Doesn't necessarily mean you need to change anything. Perhaps your contingent beneficiaries will take care of that. Um, but a lot of times, it might be better just to go ahead and update it so that the new people are primary, so that there's no confusion, things like that. So anyone, obviously, if your spouse passes away, that's going to be a big one. You're probably going to need to change a lot of things at that point. Um, but even if any, you know, if any children or grandchildren or anyone else named uh, a power of attorney. Uh, health, dec- you know, anything like that, you're going to want to change that. So anytime there's a death of anyone named in your estate plan, you're going to want to um, do that, right? And so, um, you know, beneficiaries, they, they skip probate, right? And so sometimes people think, again, that because their will says a certain thing that, that you know, that, that certain people should get things or if, hey, if this person dies, then I want their share to go here. But again, if your beneficiaries say something else, that's going to skip probate. So again, it doesn't matter what your will says, if the rest of your state plan is not aligned there. Number three would be divorce. Obviously, if you get divorced, that probably means a total rewrite of your state plan, right? Because almost always, you're going to have your spouse named as primary beneficiary on everything. They get half, like everything, if you, you pass away, everything goes to them, all that stuff, right? And so if you get divorced, obviously, you're going to want to do a total rewrite of your plan. And when you know you're getting divorced, right, when you've, di- when you've made that decision together, and there's no going back and you're just waiting for that. Like there might even be some things that you'd want to get changed before the divorce is finalized. It might depend on per state, right? When, whether or not you can do that before you're divorced or not. Um, but it doesn't have to be just you, right? Sometimes it, it, it really, if anyone who's named as a beneficiary gets divorced, you're going to want to revisit that, that estate plan, right? Say for instance, your, you know, your son is named as a beneficiary and then his wife is named as a primary beneficiary or as a secondary beneficiary. So if anything happens to your son, that your, your grandkids will still get your son's share, but it'll be managed by, by his wife and all that. But then if they're getting divorced, you may need to redo something to make sure that, yes, I still want the grandkids to get my son's share if anything happens to me and him, but I don't want the now ex-spouse to get anything either. And so it may not just be, hey, you get divorced. Again, if anyone named in your estate plan gets divorced, you want to at least check it out and see if there's anything you need to change. 
Number four would be a diagnosis, right? If you if you have been diagnosed with something or your spouse has been diagnosed with something severe, it's something big, not just like the flu or something like that, but something some big or especially some terminal disease, that's obviously a great time to check your state plan, make sure that it's in order and maybe make any updates that you can. Especially if that diagnosis, right, is Alzheimer's or dementia or anything that affects mental capacity or that could down the road, that's when you're definitely going to want to make sure that your state plan is in order at that time, right? Because you need to have, you know, legal capacity, mental capacity in order to create an estate plan or to make any changes to it. And so if, if you get, if you're diagnosed with Alzheimer's, your, your wife is, um, or dementia or anything like that, like then, you know, you're steadily going to lose that capacity. And so you're going to want to make sure that, you know, Hey, we always plan to change this down the road. Well, you better make sure you change it now while you still can. So anytime you're diagnosed with anything, substantial, right? Life-threatening or uh, just life-altering like that. That's a great time to check on your state plan. Make sure it's all in order. Uh, number five would be a decision, right? Have you made a big decision in your life that changes things, right? Have you, have you changed your values or changed, you know, maybe you always, you were supporting one organization and you, you just make a decision, you know, we're, we, we actually want to support this decision. Or maybe you've, you, you know, everything has gone to the kids at first after each other, but now you've created enough wealth and they're also doing well for themselves. And you're like, you know what? They don't need all of this, right? We've got three kids and we've got a lot of, of money and they don't each need a third of this anymore. And so now let's make a decision that if we pass away, we want some of it to go to a charity or to our church or directly to the grandkids or whatever else. Anytime you make those kind of decisions, right, that, that affect your life or your values, you'll want to go in and update your estate plan, obviously, to reflect those things. And then the last one, number six, would be decade, right? Anytime, if, if nothing has happened, of any, if none of those things have happened in the last decade, then you're still going to want to at least check your state plan every decade and make sure that it's still up to snuff, right? And, and you could do it 10 years from when you made it. I typically think it's easiest to do it on the calendar decade, right? So, you know, we had a lot of people do it in 2020 when we were working with them, um, and we'll have them do it again in 2030. It's 2022 now as I'm recording this, and so perhaps it's something that you, you know, you look through your estate plan now, double-check it. It's not really on the year, but you haven't checked in a long time. And then you can, of course, check it at... 2030 just to make sure. So that'd be another thing. You really shouldn't go more than a decade without double checking your state plan and make sure that it is up to snuff. So again, if you don't know what any, you know, all the components of an estate plan, we have a workshop coming up in order to teach you all that. And if you go again to retirementship.com slash workshops, there'll be a link in the description of this video here, or you can go to the Show notes of this episode, which would be retirementorship.com slash 90. This is the 90th episode of Retirementorship. So you can go there, find the links to the workshops and anything else referenced. And so you can check that out as well. Um, and, you know, one of the things, again, as you're updating and as you're trying to think, like, how, what do we look at to check? Of course, you're looking at, you know, are the beneficiaries still who we want them to be? One of the things that we'll do periodically in my firm is we'll send out to all of our clients, hey, you know, here's your beneficiaries and here's the amount that they would get, right? Not the percentage, because I think we don't, again, we don't always think in percentages, but we say, hey, you know, you've got each other named first, and then you've got your three kids and they're all getting a third. And by the way, here's the sum total of what that would be at this point. Here's exactly, if you die today, here's exactly what each child would get, or here's what your children and then these charities would get if you passed away. And so a lot of times, you know, if your advisor's not doing that for you, it's good to do it for yourself, right? We've named all these people. Let's total up everything that they would get 
is that the amount of money or the amount of assets that we would want them to get? And if so, great. And if not, maybe it's gotten to a point where it's more than, than you want them to have. And so that'd be a thing to update, right? Checking for other people, you know, having big decisions or big diagnosis or divorces and stuff like those things. So those are all the things you would be checking, right? And again, it's really just, it's your money. It's your assets. You've worked hard for it. You've been wise with it. Let's make sure that it's going to go where you want it to go. So that, uh, again, check out our workshop on the state planning essentials. That'll be the last workshop of 2022. And, uh, you know, we will, you know, typically, um, you may even begin this episode because we sent it to you after the fact. I've always wanted to do this one because we'll have people that'll often ask us, Hey, what, uh, when should we update our, uh, state plans, especially after we've helped them create one, then this will be a great resource. Set, and that's maybe why I've sent this to you. So that's the six D's. Those are typically when you'd want to update it and make sure that you have one. Cause then if you don't decide what happens to your loved ones and your family and your assets, when you pass away, then the government will decide for you. And we don't want that. So thanks. We'll see you hopefully in the workshop later in December. And if not, we'll see you next week here on the podcast. If you enjoyed that, you would love being part of our free membership community. It's called Retire Membership and has a host of benefits all for free. For example, you can always buy my book, 3D Retirement Income on Amazon. But if you join us at Retire Membership, we will send you either a hard copy or paperback for free, provide the ebook and the audiobook so that you can listen to it if you don't have time to read it. In addition to that, we'll also provide you with a bunch of content that you can't get anywhere else. For example, we have our quarterly retire mentorship magazine, which comes out quarterly and has no ads whatsoever. It's just timely content to help you stay the course. We also have workbooks for our free online workshop to help you get the most out of those, flowcharts to help you make better decisions, and a weekly email to provide timely content that you can unsubscribe from at any time. We never ask for any payment information and we never share your information with anyone else. We just want to provide timely content and help you stay the course to retire successfully and stay successfully retired. There's no reason to wait. So join us now at retiremembership.com where you can click in the link in the description and it'll go right there. We can't wait to see you in the community. Cheers. This podcast is educational only and is not investment, tax, or legal advice.